I was waiting for Charles to do that little crescendo you always see. <laughs> Can we give the band a round of applause, please? Because sometimes we don't appreciate the talents, we don't appreciate the gifts we got in the house, but we thank God for each and every single... And can you give yourselves a round of applause as well? Because without you, there is no table. So thank you so much for being here, every single one of you. Um, I'm just going to say a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the grace that you have placed on us this ministry, Lord God, Dominion Center, the table, Lord God. I thank you for the grace that you've put on my life, Lord God. Father God, as I speak, Lord God, may everything that I say, Lord God, may it be something that is pleasing to you, Lord God, but may it be something that impacts your people, Lord God. May it be something that transforms lives and may people hear something that takes them from one level of grace to another level of grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. All right, so... During when Sam was getting people to come forward and do testimonies, I was getting a bit nervous because um, I had two things in mind to share. Um, the guys upstairs will vouch that I didn't really send them an awful lot, and that's because I didn't quite know how we were going to swing today. Um, but I felt there was a confirmation when, sorry, what was your name? You came forward. Riga. When Riga came forward. And um, the title of today is really simple. I think the guys have got me. Have they got me? The title of today is really simple. The title of today is Being Spirit-Led. And it's interesting that the first couple of people that came up to give testimonies were talking about the fact that they were having to wonder how, like, I've been given this instruction by God. How do I do what I've been asked to do by God? And I think as Christians or as people in general, there are different things that are buying for our attention. There's different things that want us to, 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 to listen or focus in on them and act because of. You have influencers all over nowadays, Instagram, Twitter. My mobile phone is listening to me and trying to influence me. I have a conversation about buying a car. All of a sudden, I'm seeing car buy, car buy on my Instagram. What's that got to do? Anyway, we won't get into social media and, 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 and privacy laws. But there's so many things trying to influence us. There's so many things that's trying to put something in our, in, in our path. There's so many things that's trying to say, okay, this is what you need. This is what you want. This is what you want to be doing. And as Christians, um, how many of you were here last week? Just wave your hands. I might be able to see you. So there was a lot of conversation where we were talking about what does it mean to actually be led by the Spirit? What does it mean to actually do things... Um, how do you know that you're listening to the Spirit of God? How do you know that, the, the, like a bit of confidence that, okay, what I'm saying is, is coming from God? And I'm not here to sort of, it's a bit unfair for me to just stand here and just talk at you guys on it. So I think um, soon, I'm not, um, if you don't know already, we're going to be starting our Bible study series. So if, if any of you are excited about that, I am. We're going to be having a Bible study series where we can break down the word together. We can go into deeper depth. But one of the things that I wanted to understand, like, is... I, I constantly question, why am I doing this? Aji, why are you doing this? Are you doing it because you want to do it or are you doing it because you feel led to do it? Am I doing it because I want to do it or am I doing it because I feel led to do it? And there's a key component to being led by the Spirit. You cannot be led by the Spirit if you're not born again. You can be influenced by the things of the Spirit but you can't be led by the Spirit if you're not born again. Now, what does it mean to be born again? So I'm going to just really quickly try and skim through a few things to give you a bit of context. So um, 
Jesus was asked, do I need to go back into my mother's womb and be born all over again? And he said, no, you need to be born by the baptism of the Spirit. Now, understand this. When a man, I thought, I thought I'd use some props today. Someone asked me, am I going to use props? Um, when a man is born, or when a man was formed by God, and God breathed life into him, there was three components to him. There was spirit, there was spirit, soul, and body. Now, what happened was that this was a complete form of man, because in that sense, he was almost like a representation of the heavens, but we won't go too far into that. When, you saw, when, when man was walking around and was communing with God, the spirit of God was able to commune with him in the garden. Why? Because as he was walking around in the garden, he was able to, spirit to spirit, talk to each other. Now what happened? There was the fall of man. And because man fell, I'm going to try and do something here. <laughs> because man fell, what happened? Death and sin, the death of sin entered the earth. And because of that, what died? Adam didn't drop dead there and then, did he? No. His spirit man died. So because he was exiled from the presence of God, his spirit man was now dead. So now man was functioning, but man was functioning based on only two functions. His mind and his physical body. So his soul and his flesh were the things that were ruling man. His soul and his, because his soul and his flesh were ruling him, it meant that, okay, he had a mind to think. He had a mind to have desires. So if God wanted to lead a man, he had to influence either his mind, as in his soul, or he had to influence his body. There was a prophet that was trying to, um, was, was on a road, and he got influenced by a donkey. He was like, donkey, go forward. The donkey wasn't going to move. The donkey wasn't moving. Physically, God had to stop him or hold him in a place. Or God has to put an impression on someone to make them, okay, how do you feel about this? How do you feel? Because when you look at your soul, what's your soul? Your soul is your mind. It's your, your thoughts, the things that you feel. But oftentimes, our thoughts and our feelings and how we process information is based on what? What we've come into senses, what our physical body has been able to tell us. So right now, if I'm feeling hot, that's because what? My body is telling me that I'm hot, so my mind is like, right, I'm feeling kind of warm right now. The reason my body is feeling that is because it's able to sense the things that are around. Now, if I'm being led purely by that, that's not how God wanted me to be led. God wanted me to be led by what? By his spirit informing me. His spirit giving me instructions. His spirit telling me stuff. So because of the death of sin, because of sin and death, death enter, um, because of sin, death entered into man's existence. And because of that, man could no longer be led by the spirit. The spirit of God will come upon him and give Samson the ability to do stuff and then would leave. But when you become born again, what happens is your spirit man is now made anew. You are now born again. So what is born again is not that the fact that his flesh was now gone through embryos, um, embryos, embryotic stage and then has gone through the womb and everything like that and then has been pushed out. No, what's happened now is, I wish I had another balloon. Um, this part of him that was once dead has now been brought back to life. And because that has now been brought back to life, 
he's now able to commune with the Father. But here's the thing. My flesh and my soul, my flesh and my mind still know the ways of the, that they used to be about. And they're still influenced in the same way by the things that they were influenced by. So what is going to be leading me? What causes me as Aji, who is now this reborn person, who has the spirit of God living on the inside of me because, again, when we were back in the Garden of Eden, king, in the, in, when we were living in the kingdom of God in, in Eden, we were able to commune with God through our spirit man. Now, the Bible says that once you have been saved, you have been marked with the Holy Spirit. So because of the gift of salvation that you've received, the, there's a, the, 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 Jesus said, I'm going to go away now. Yeah? He said this to his disciples. I'm going to go away now. But understand this. I am going to send another. I'm going to send a comforter. Yeah? Who's going to be with you. Now, we have been marked. So because I'm saved, when Jesus sees me, what he sees is not me, but he sees, right, cool, the Holy Spirit is here. Because I'm someone who's saved. If you're not saved, the Holy Spirit is not a significant mark on your life. Does that make sense? Are you following me so far? So because I have been saved, I am now reborn. My spirit man and the spirit man of God can have conversations and they walk together. So, Joey, come real quick for me, please. Before I was saved, Joey could probably just come check for me and then he's got to bounce and the spirit of God left him. But now that I'm saved, the two of us, like when you see, when you see me, you see Joey standing there. Joey's marked me. If you think, if you, if you think of football, if, he's, if, if Joey's marking me, sometimes me and Joey used to play centre back together <laughs> back in the day. If Joey was marking me, everywhere I go, what's going to happen? He's going to go. If I try and track back this way, what's happening if he's marking me? He's following. Now, that's now what's happened. We are able to be, because we've been marked by the Holy Spirit, we're not, it's the reverse of me being followed by the Spirit of God. No. I'm constantly sticking to the Spirit. My spirit man wants to stick to the Spirit of God and say, all right, where's the Spirit of God taking me? Where's the Spirit of God leading me? All right? Thank you, Joey. I want us to quickly look at a scripture. If we can turn to Galatians chapter 5, please. Well, let's have a look at verse number 13. Okay, so I'm reading from the NIV version. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping of one commandment. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out. You will be devoured by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do those things that you want. 
But if you are led by the Spirit, you will be not under the law. Now, there's a couple of bits that I want us to really pull out of that scripture. I'm going to jump real quick to verse... Verse number 16. So if you are walking by the Spirit, what does that mean? If I'm saying that now that I have been born again, I am now walking by the Spirit, I'm using the Holy Spirit as a guide to, to, to live in my life. Because I've accepted this gift of salvation, understand the reason for the law was death. Because death and sin had entered into the world, that's why the law came about. When I say the law, I'm talking about the, some of the scholars in here will help me, 618, 13, 613 legal things that you have to do in order to be considered righteous, right standing with God, yeah? Now, the reason for the law, the Bible says, is to show you that you're not capable of being perfect. But because the fact that man had sinned, there had to be something that showed him, this is why, yeah? But in, that was all to say that there was a gift of salvation that was coming. But now that we have the gift of salvation, now that we are no longer living under the law, what the Bible here is telling us is, it doesn't mean that just because we don't live, we, we don't live under the law, that we can do what we want. We can live as we please. Actually, because we were under the law, the law was there because this is how we were functioning. It was either my flesh that was deciding what I was doing. How am I feeling today? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling a bit funky? Am I feeling a bit... My flesh would decide, okay, this is how I'm living. Or my, my soul. When you get trapped up in your thoughts and you're thinking to yourself... How do I feel about myself? How do I feel about life? How do I feel about um, someone else? Um, how, do I like that person? How has that person made me feel? That was what would have governed how we were. So the law was there to try and do what, what our spirit was supposed to do. Give us that instruction in terms of, this is how Christ wants, this is how God wants you to live your life. But now that we are no longer under the law, Bible says here that what we should be doing is we should be walking by the Spirit. Now, our sisters today have sort of given some, shared some quick testimonies about how they felt the leading of God to do various things, to fellowship with us here, to share counsel in a way that was based on the things of Christ. Now, a lot of the times we're wondering to ourselves, how do I make sure that I am living a life where I'm being led by the Spirit and I'm not overthinking things. Because I'm a thinker. I'm somebody who gets caught up in my thoughts. So if I get caught up in my thoughts, God, how do I know this is you that's talking to me and it's not myself that's talking to me? Do you get what I mean? How do I know that it's, this is something where I'm being led by the Spirit and I'm not being led by my flesh? I'm not being led by my soul. And the important thing we've got to realize is it comes with discipline. If I'm somebody who 
Every time I'm hungry, I eat. Every time I'm stressed, I eat. When I now feel hungry, am I hungry because I'm hungry? I'm hungry because I'm stressed. Now, because I'm stressed, okay, now I'm stress eating. If I'm stress eating, okay, um, is this just because I'm hungry? I need to eat. Hello? You don't get to be my size and then you're not eating. Do you know what I mean? But how do I know when it comes with discipline? If I'm able to control myself and say, okay, disciplinely say to myself, what I'm, examine myself. What are the things that I'm doing? What are the things that I'm surrounding myself by? What are the things that are, that are the cause and triggers? If I'm saying to myself, am I being led by the Spirit? And I know... Um, Last night, I was drunk because um, it's my boy's party, so basically I had to make sure that I was buying all the bottles at the bar. Um, and the night before that, like, you know yourself. If you, if, if you are in a place where your, your devotion is right with Christ, if you're in a place where you're spending time in the Word of God, if you're in a place where you are setting yourself up to listen to the voice of God. How will you not hear the voice of God? If you set yourself up in a place where you've done nothing to listen to the voice of God. Psalms talks about, David in the Psalms talks about your word, O Lord, have I kept in my heart that I might not sin against you. If you're somebody who's, if, if you find yourself in that place where you're meditating on the word of God day and night, day and night, day and night, and that is the thing that is waking you up, then you ask yourself, is that from God? Why would God cause you to be confused? But then if you examine your life, and, I, and, and, and it's, it's not to say that God doesn't interrupt your bad behavior to put you in check, but oftentimes when we're asking ourselves, am I being led by the Spirit? Is this the Spirit of God that's asking me to do this? Understand where you're standing. Understand what's your walk been like. Are you that person who, just as me and Joey were standing here, were making sure that you were marked by the Spirit? Or was the person who you were supposed to be marking standing here and you're standing all the way over here? There's no way physically you can be standing. The Spirit of God is, is right over there and you're standing here and you're saying, am I marked by the Spirit? Is this the Spirit that's leading me? If the Spirit's leading you, you're going to struggle to keep up. You're going to struggle to keep up unless you keep close. Now, I say all of this within that scripture. So we read, we read look, that in verse 14, the entire, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. When it comes to being led by the Spirit, the whole reason why Christ did whatever he did when he was on earth was what? Because he felt led, led to love. If you are moving in love, you're led by a spirit. When Christ was moving on a road, he, what would happen? Somebody would call him and he'd be moved by compassion and he'd be like, all right, cool, let me go and heal this person. There's not one person that, that ever got healed because of hate. There's not one person that cried pay for because, of, because he disliked them. There's not one person that he did anything for and he was like, oh. Well, because the spirit of God was inside of him. That spirit of God, like, 
understand this, the Holy Spirit, the comforter, who's supposed to lead us in all truths, who's supposed to reveal the secret things of God to us, who's supposed to be there, our guide and, our, and, and, the, and the person who makes sure that we have intercession between us and the Father, he's going to, he, like, God isn't, God loves me, but understand this, God loves me because he wants me to then also show his love to others. We are also called to make sure that it's not just us that have received the love of God, but because so that we can also show that love of God onto other people. So when I'm saying, am I being led by the Spirit of God, somebody the other day said, okay, if I'm going to a certain situation and I know it might be a bit tricky, do I still go there? Am I being led by the Spirit of God? Understand, Jesus loves every single person. So he wants that all should come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says. That none should perish. So if that's the aim of Christ, and you feel to yourself, if I say this to this person right now and give them the truth of the love of God, because understand, the truth of the love of God can be correctional. It's not always going to be that I'm going to smile at you and say, um, yeah, you're living in sin, you're living in fornication, you're living in um, um, sexual immorality, and yeah, do you know what? God still loves you. You can carry on doing that whilst you're being loved by God. God loves you in that, but he doesn't love you because of that. He loves you in spite of it. It pains his heart. It pains the heart of God. But because of his love, that's why he gave, the, gave, the, gave us the gift of salvation. Now, when we look at what does it mean to be led... Verse number 13. Verse number 13, Galatians 5. My brothers and sisters, we were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge your flesh, but rather serve one another humbly in love. So because I'm led by the Spirit, being walking by being led by the Spirit means that I'm not going to do the things of the flesh that, that pull me away from Christ. But okay, fine. But understand that because I'm also led by the, by the Spirit, I need to now rather humbly serve my fellow brothers and sisters in love. Why? Because when I see that you are where I used to be, I can't serve God and judge you. In, when I say, understand what I mean by judge you. I can't serve God and be like, you know what? He's still a roadman. I'm no longer a roadman, but he's stupid for being a roadman. He's still, I know the guy's into food. I've moved away from that life. I'm, that's not me anymore. But actually, am I judging you or am I going to serve you in love? What does that service look like? Does that look like coming around you and making sure, just as we did, we pray for each other, we have each other's back? Because we were given the free gift of salvation. How are we then making sure that we show that love to, God, um, to, to others? Remember the Bible said that. All the commandments are fulfilled when we do that one thing, which is to what? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. I love myself based on the love of, that God has for me. So therefore, I have to love my neighbor based on the love that God has for them. 
which means I see them in their sin. I don't condone their sin, but I don't reject that person. I humbly say to them, how can I help you? How can I be of service to you? How can I move? Understand, Jesus went around being of service to every single person that he met. Jesus went around and saw a need, and he's like, okay, how can I help fulfill that need? How can I? In the workplace, there's people that you do not like. There's people that, there's people who are the reason for your suffering. How can I, how can I serve that person? Lord, how are you going to lead me to serve that person? There's people in your family who, who you know are, who you're praying for. How can God lead you to serve that person? Because when you love your neighbor, when you love the people around you, that, against that, there's no law. But going backwards again. One, we can't do that. My balloons are destroyed. We can't do that unless we are first made whole and then we're making sure that we are keeping ourselves as close as possible to the Spirit of God. The disciplined things that we need to do to do that. Because yes, the gift of salvation is there for us to accept it, but now we've got to walk in it. And that walking means that we've got to do it in a way that, okay, remember, my flesh used to run me. My flesh used to tell me what to do. My flesh used to tell me how to move. But now I'm telling it, nah, flesh, hold on. Let's listen to the Spirit of God that's on the inside of me. Spirit man, have a conversation with God. Tell me what we need to do. And that's got to be a switch in behavior. That's got to be a switch in habits. That's got to be a switch in character. And as we're doing that, Look around us and understand, okay, how can I reach out in love to someone else? Because against that, if I'm loving you, Christ is happy. If I'm loving you and serving you humbly because I knew I used to be where you were, God is pleased in all of that. Understand this. The gift of salvation that we receive is not just for ourselves, but it's a gift nonetheless. I really feel like I want to pray for some people or I want people to, to pray and declare some things over their lives. Um, there are some people who feel like they know they have received the gift of salvation, but they're not walking in a life that is led by the Spirit of God. And that's what they want. If that's you, I want you to just slip your hand up So we can pray. There's some people whose lives were, were, were lives where they knew what it was to talk with God, to commune with God. They knew what it was to, to, to have God be the final say in, their, in, 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 in any decision they were going to make. And now they find themselves making life-changing decisions, life-altering decisions, and they don't want to hear what God has for them in that situation. If that's you, just slip your hand up. There are people who want to move to a place where instead of their flesh constantly informing them, 
what they need to do. Instead of their flesh being and, and their soul being like, okay, I feel like this. I don't feel like that. And that dictating what's happening in their life. But move into a place where the Spirit of God is the one that says, this is who you are. This is what you're capable of. This is how you should be feeling. This is what you should be doing. This is the level you should be achieving. If that's you, I just want you to slip your hand up. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every single hand that's raised in this room right now. I see you on the right, I see you on the left. Father God, I thank you for those who, who have listened to not me, but to your spirit speaking to them, Lord God, and have moved from a place of listening to a place of acting in an act of obedience, Lord God. They have taken that step, Lord God. Father God, I ask that you, Lord God, because they are marked with your spirit, Lord God, send them a message that they will know is from you, Lord God. Whether it's in the course of this week, Lord God, whether it's the answer to that thing that they've been searching for, or whether it's the strength to change the thing that they want to change to do, Lord God. Father God, I ask that whatever it is, Lord God, that they will know that you are near to them. In Jesus' name, amen. For those of you to put your hand up, understand it's got to be intentional because we're talking about things of acts of obedience, acts of, because to be led by the Spirit, as our sister said, to be led by the Spirit is not be to hear the, hear the voice of God or to know what one ought to do, but to actually go out and take a step of faith and do it. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to be led by the Spirit. Without faith, as in Faith is believing, but putting your belief into action. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is speak to someone who's going to help making you accountable for making sure that you, you walk at a new level. You, you lean on God on a new level. So find someone, whether it's one of the leaders or whether it's a friend who you know will encourage you in the right way, but find someone who you're going to speak to. In Jesus' name. Can we just rise our feet? Heavenly Father, we thank you because you're the one who leads us. We thank you because you're the one who have called us, Lord God. You have called us to this great... You've called us to this great mission, Lord God. You've called us to be your ambassadors to this world, Lord God. Father God, as we do this, not in our own strength, not in our own power, Lord God, but by the leading of your spirit, Lord God. Father, give us the ability to, to do so in a way that we are able to show forth your love, Lord God, which is for you, Lord God, the greatest thing that we can do. Show forth your kindness, Lord God. Show forth your grace, Lord God. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name.